Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, we need to know. I'm Jamie East, and this, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday the 20th of August, and it's World Mosquito Day. And a big happy birthday to Demi Lovato, Robert Plant, David Wallins, and Amy Adams. The chaos at Afghanistan's Kabul airport continued on Thursday with US forces inside the airport firing tear gas to try and disperse the crowds of Afghans who've gathered trying to flee the Taliban. The Taliban themselves have said that only Afghans with the right to travel and the proper documentation are now permitted in and around the airport. Meanwhile, evacuation flights continue around the clock with Defence Secretary Ben Wallace deploying more British forces to speed things up. Things are changing rapidly. That's why I'm putting in another company of soldiers today. If at the end of the day we are allowed to stay longer, uh, then that is a real benefit to us all. And with the Taliban-imposed deadline of the end of August, Labour's shadow Foreign Secretary Lisa Nandy says the UK will need US help to get everyone out. We've got 11 days to get thousands of people out of Afghanistan. The British government has been asleep at the wheel. They haven't done the prep work. And the consequences for many, many Afghans and British citizens will be appalling unless we get a plan in place very urgently. She's also had enough of Dominic out of office, Raab, as more details emerge of his holiday in Crete as the crisis began to unfold, which meant he failed to make a critical phone call to help evacuate Afghan interpreters. It's become increasingly clear that Dominic Raab doesn't have the support of the House of Commons, not a single MP spoke in his defence, and we believe that he should resign and be replaced with somebody who is actually up to doing that job. There were 36,572 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 113 additional deaths. New data from the Office of National Statistics showed that 94% of the English population now have antibodies against COVID, which suggests they've either been infected or been vaccinated. Scientists at the University of Oxford found that the effectiveness of the Pfizer vaccine declines more quickly than AstraZeneca, but is still highly effective at preventing severe illness or death. Health Secretary Sajid Javid has announced a booster vaccine programme for autumn. We need to get the final advice from our group of experts, our independent you know, scientific and medical advisors, and so we're waiting for their final opinion. I'm confident that we can start in September, when we will start with the most vulnerable cohorts, start offering that third jab. Researchers also found that with the Delta variant, levels of the virus could be just as high in those who are double jabbed, making them equally infectious to others and undermining hopes of herd immunity. Professor Adam Finn from the JCVI says COVID vaccines are still effective against the Delta variant, but the indirect benefits have lessened. We, we can still say with confidence that people who've had two doses are at far lower risk of ending up in hospital or dying of COVID. But the ability of the vaccine programme to stop the virus being spread about is, is probably not so good now with the Delta variant. <laughs> 
In the United States, there continues to be a political divide over the US withdrawal from Afghanistan. President Biden sat with George Stephanopoulos for an interview with ABC News. But the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. If you're a Tinder user, you may be delighted by this news. If you're a catfisher, your time may be up. The dating app which made swiping right a thing is rolling out a plan to verify users by asking them to provide a voluntary form of ID globally. So, if you're not really Leonardo DiCaprio or God help as Lawrence Fox, you're going to have to face the music. Tech journalist and Smart7 digital guru Chris Merriman says it's going to get a mixed reaction. A lot of people will feel that it's a an infringement on their freedoms um, if they start showing their driving license or your passport or whatever to um, to Tinder. But it's really going to come down to the user base as to how many of them decide it's a good idea and decide to do it uh, while it remains voluntary. Still to come on the Smart 7, Michael Keaton is back in the bat suit and there's a new Netflix show dropping this weekend. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Last night saw Spurs in action playing for a place in the Europa Conference League. They were without Harry Kane and they came away without a win too. Portugal's Pacos de Ferreira now take a 1-0 lead into the second leg in London. Spurs manager Nuno Espirito Santo says there's plenty of work to be done to turn things around. First half, we move well the ball, lose too many passes, but uh, not, not, not enough what the game required. Let's look at it and let's try to improve it. He was, for many, the best Batman of the modern era. Michael Keaton donned the cape and bat ears back in 89 alongside Jack Nicholson as the Joker and Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale. Now, more than 30 years later, he's putting the cape back on, this time for the Flash movie. He popped up with Jimmy Kimmel to explain that there's a trick to this whole Batman thing. It's easier to be really skinny and not work out yeah. because you have more room to work around. The first time I was doing it, Jack Nicholson walks by, who's playing the the, the Joker, and he looks at me and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, ah, you know, get working out. And he goes, what for? <laughs> and, I went, and I went, I stopped sweating, and I went, I don't know, and he just walked away. <laughs> and I thought, he's right. He's completely it's right. totally right, because you got a suit. What do I need to do? The suit <laughs> makes me look good. It's not exactly what you might have expected Game of Thrones showrunners D.B. Weiss and David Benioff to do next, but it's coming to Netflix today. It's called The Chair. No, it's not just a modern version of a throne. It's a six-part comedy drama starring Sandra Oh and written and created by Amanda Peet. It's set in a college campus whose English department has just got its female chair. We're concerned about what's going on in the department. This is already all over social media. 
This department's hanging on by a thread. Bill's incident is spinning out of control. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. We're in dire crisis. I wouldn't be surprised if the president asked for Bill's resignation. Are you too involved? My defending Professor Dobson has nothing to do with my feelings for him, which are entirely platonic and professional. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris.